Today's guest is Janita Venema from the Netherlands, who is the initiator of the successful present child method and previously a former classical homeopath of 30 years. Cure by similars is the core principle of homeopathy and the present child method teaches parents how the similarity between the parent and the child mean that they can be each other's remedy. This was such an incredibly fascinating episode and I personally am really excited to learn more about this myself. I can really see the applications in my clinic and I think this is going to be life-changing for a lot of homeopaths and natural healthcare practitioners who may be a bit frustrated with patients who get good success and then keep on relapsing. So sometimes it's worth having a look a bit closer to home and seeing if there is perhaps something we can heal, which may be what we call a maintaining cause. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check out Yanita's website at www.presentchild.com to purchase her book as well as enroll in her upcoming courses. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now my mum and your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, homies, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangouts. Today, we get to speak with Janita Venema in the Netherlands. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Welcome to the show, Janita. Yes, thank you, Eugenie. And if I ask by a starter Afrikaans, praat sal jy my verstaan, eh? <laughs> yes, I will understand you, <laughs> but let's talk English. <laughs> yes, let's keep, just for the listeners. <laughs> yes. Um, Yanita, I was fascinated when I found out about your program, Present Child. I actually interviewed Marcus Christo on the podcast several episodes ago, and he told me about your program. And the reason it instantly resonated with me is that it's something that I've witnessed in my clinic, and I haven't had an answer to what it was that I saw. And finding out about your program feels like the missing link. And now that mm. I've set that up to intrigue our listeners, do you maybe want to like start with how you were first introduced to homeopathy and then we'll get on to present child? Yes, I've been a classical homeopath for, I think, about 30 years. And of course, a lot of parents came to my office with children. Something was the matter with their child. And I found that homeopathy cured them very nicely, very well. But keeping them okay, that was something, oh, you know, there were always relapses. And I couldn't figure out why that was. And the answer to that question only came when my own son, he was a boy of four years old, but he was like an old man with wrinkles in his forehead and very serious and he couldn't play with his toys with himself with other children mm. so he was very serious claiming me all day mama 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 <laughs> and also he had a chronic cold so his whole head was sort of stuffed with mucus green thick mucus and whatever we did it couldn't cure him and most of all, he was unhappy, very unhappy, it seemed to me. And that was my biggest concern. Mm. So we tried all kinds of things, of course, also <laughs> lots of homeopathy, but it didn't work. And then one evening I thought, well, maybe I just write down his whole history of complaints and the mm. history of his life. And maybe we come across somebody who can help us and then it's all nicely on paper so when i finished the story and i read it back it hit me in the face because 
all of a sudden I realized this is all about me. I have become cold in my life. I am sort of oldish, serious, and not playful anymore. And, you know, not within my own life, but also not with other people. I was sort of, yeah, fixed and living in my head. And also, I realized my son's got all this mucus in my head, but I've got all this waste in my head. Mm. And he's not playing with his toys, but yeah, I'm not playful anymore. So every single word, so to speak, was speaking to me, telling me my life isn't in the flow anymore. It's sort of stuck all all of it. Mm. So that evening, I decided to become more playful and more attentive, not only for him, but also for myself. And it was a decision from deep within. And it was such a surprise when I noticed that within one week, because all these problems with my son, they were there already for a year. And then within a week, he was well. (laughs) He was a happy young guy playing around, fooling around, wanted to play with the neighbor kids. And even this chronic cold was gone within one week and without any further treatment. So that was sort of another shock to me because all of a sudden I thought, wow, has he been having this all the time because of me? And of course, there's some truth in that, (laughs) or maybe a lot of truth in that. But of course, yeah, later on, I realized I can't be guilty of something that I didn't know. Mm. I thought I was just a very rational person living in his head. I even thought I didn't have any emotional life at all. So, yeah, I had to sort of begin from the scratch. I think I have been, just as he was unhappy, I was unhappy, well, even from the beginning of my life. So I really had to start from scratch to find out what it is to feel, to live in my body, to be childish again, to be a woman, to be spiritual. Well, I always think it's sort of a lot of candles on the cake that were, yeah, obviously there, but I never noticed them. And I, let alone that I've, I lighted them. Mm. So so it was a really life-changing experience for me. And of course it was very well for my son too. Mm. So in the years after that, homeopathy got more and more to the background and this wonderful new thing (laughs) was developing more into my work. And I found out it is very homeopathic. Yeah, homeopathic, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yes, because it's also like cures like. I mean, my son was like me. And he cured me. He was the perfect remedy for me. Mm. But I was just treating a bigger totality, not just one person or one body, but the system or the totality of a family. Well, of course, I was very curious if it would only work in my case (laughs) or or with others too. And so I started um, working with the people that came to my practice and I 
still remember very well the first case after my own <laughs> that was of a little girl, I think also about four or five years old. And she had very high fever peaks, you know, mm. that weren't explained by any medical diagnosis. Diagnose. Mm. Yes. And well, of course, as a good homeopath, I asked for examples and symptoms and <laughs> they were doing the whole story. And she said, well, you know, it's just very high fever, I think around 40. And she's having nightmares about ghosts and specters and she's waking up terrified and I have to come out of my bed and chase these ghosts and specters away. And well, okay. And is there anything other that is sort of medical well she says maybe a little bit her nose might be a little bit stuffed mm -hmm. so that one I knew of course because my son had also this stuffed nose so that was my first sort of doubtful question to her how about your life how about your head is oh, it wow. full is it and she said oh my god my life is so filled with all kinds of activities. I'm doing this and that and that and that. It was all, a whole long list. And she says, it's all about becoming a better mom. And the strange thing is, I'm so feverishly busy with this. <laughs> and then, whoa, <laughs> it's a sort of a present from the fields, from where, wherever it comes from. And I said, well, maybe, you know, She's just asking you not to be so feverishly busy with mm. all this, but just to assume you are a good mother and maybe she just needs you to be there with her. Mm. So <laughs> that was my best guess. <laughs> and she was moved and she said, I have to do this. And so I said, maybe that is the specter you have to chase away from your life, that you're not good enough as a mom. And it wasn't, she, again, this struck her a lot. <laughs> and she went home saying, well, I'm going to take my agenda and take out a lot of activities and find out what it's going to do. And this fever peaks, of course, they come and go. So this one also went before I even could give her a remedy, but they never appeared again. So that was a good successful experience for me. I always love hearing people's stories of how they come to, you know, maybe a new way of prescribing or writing a book or it's so fascinating hearing your story and just how this is all unfolded and how the universe has kind of brought all this together for you to give us this gift that we can then use yes. in our practices. Yes. Wow. And then after mm -hmm. that one, like after this client with the fevers, what did you do after that? Did we, you realize you were onto something? Yes, I yeah. realized I was onto something. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually also very confirming to me that after a few years, I found an article, a scientific article, and it said that children of parents who are very busy working, busy with all kinds of things, they suffer more from fevers. Mm. So that again was some sort of confirmation. And I was sort of experiencing with clients and 
Yeah, more and more, of course, I developed a way of working. Of how I work nowadays, the message from the child for the parent is very lovingly, but also very accurate and also very touching. They want to contribute whatever is needed, whatever the child is asking them to do. Mm. And actually, it's well, most of the times it's a message to their subconscious. Mm. It's about things from their youth when they were a little girl or a little boy and things they've got used to, but there was not this conscious memory about it. Mm. So they become blind spots in our lives. And it's so very special to see that our children somehow... <laughs> know a way to all this matter that is somehow tucked away in our lives but they feel it with pureness with sensitivity mm. with all kinds of ways that they express it to us and mm. yeah a lot of times they also express it by confronting us with some kind of problem with some kind of complaint that they have something's the matter with the child because that's how they show us some things no matter with you, mom or dad. If we can use that as a learning experience, it can be really profound, but it can also be pretty scary and heartbreaking and daunting to realize that your child's autism or ADHD or pandas mm. or pathological demand avoidance or whatever the issue is originates from something that hasn't been healed in yourself. <laughs> But at the same time, if we can kind of rise above that and realize that this also presents us with a beautiful opportunity for healing, mm. then that is quite amazing. I mean, the enormity initially of realizing, oh my gosh, it's not my child that needs to be fixed. It's me that needs to be healed. That yes. will then have that healed in my child. Yeah, it's big stuff. I actually, you wrote this beautiful article about present child and it said, only later did I come to understand that it is children's priority in life to liberate their parents and other adults from unconscious limitations and convictions originating yes. from their own childhood. And it is in their own interest to reveal our blind spots. It's also in the interest of the children. Huh? I mean, yes, in the interest of both of them, huh? the children and the parents. I often compare it with an apple tree. The parents are the tree and the apples are the children. And of course, the children, the apples on the tree, they can't do anything else than to reflect or mirror what's going on in the tree. Mm. The tree itself can't express it anymore. It's sort of, you know, it's wood, it's solid. It can't express all these little things, how important <laughs> they might be, but the apples they are sort of new on the tree mm. they can express what's going on inside so they might grow very small or with spots on it or whatever <laughs> wrinkly and if you observe well if you know about it if the tree looks up and sees this apple we can sort of draw the conclusion and think oh gosh <laughs> i need a bit more manure or mm. water or lights, sunshine, whatever. And of course, we are also the gardener who can add 
the things that are needed. And that, of course, then it's so logical that it also benefits the apples on the Mm. tree. That's a beautiful analogy. I think analogies and stories are the best ways that we can learn. And now that I have that visual in my mind, I just, yeah, <laughs> this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and actually, you've, you know, you've got your book cover, Present Child, behind you. And it's, I like how it's green and red, like green apples and red apples. So it's actually, I don't know if that was intentional, but that was quite good. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit, Yanita, what does the program involve? And this is like, some of this is purely selfish because I want to enroll <laughs> because I see this in my clients so often and I only treat women and children and the mums will bring their kid in for consult after consult after consult and will get remedies that will help the child so much but then come the mum's time of the month she'll have a period and you know PMS and she'll be <laughs> shouting at the child or whatever or things will happen in her life or her husband will annoy her or whatever and then the child comes back oh yeah the child's behavior has gone back to what it was you know you need to fix the child and I know in my mind it's not the child that needs to be healed and these days I'm a little bit more firmer with telling my mums look you need to come in for treatment it's not your child I need to treat it's you but I I mean homeopathy is amazing it's always been my first love but I do feel like as a practitioner it would be really good for me to have an additional tool to help these mothers identify the part of themselves that this child is reflecting and kind of interpreting the child's language back to the mother so she can understand this so tell us a bit about the program who can do the program how long does it take what does it involve Okay, the program is for anyone who's already a therapist or coach or classical homeopath or whatever healthcare professional you could be. Do you need to necessarily, Um, like can somebody who is, say, a retail worker or doesn't have a background in a health modality, can they do the course? Or is it better to have Um, some sort of background? Well, in the Netherlands, they can, because we also have an additional year in which they learn yeah, some coaching oh. skills. Okay. Because, of course, a present child translator, that's how we call it, is not only some sort of postman who brings a message uh, yeah. from the child to the parent, but you also have to be able to coach this mm. parent. I mean, sometimes it's vulnerable stuff. Yeah. And people sometimes don't know how they can light these candles on their cake. So you have to be able to help them a bit with them. With that, the message comes across very clearly with the method, with present child. But yeah, you also have to be able to guide them. Mm. So in our international trainings, we don't have this additional year. <laughs> so we only okay. have this program where you learn how to translate the problems of children into a touching, striking message from the child to the parent. So what are the types of things that people will learn? Well, I mean, all kinds of problems. I mean, we have evaluation tool on the site, so we know that all kinds of typical children's things like potty training, inflammations, colds, allergies, don't want to eat, they don't want to sleep, you have a baby crying, all these kinds of things are very well treatable with this present child. And well, again, it's sort of a homeopathy without remedies, without yeah. the globally. <laughs> or separation and, anxiety. I mean, that's a huge one for a lot of kids going yes. to school for the first time or childcare. And it could be so traumatic for so many yes. children. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. So it's also been very traumatic for a lot of mm-hmm. yeah, grown-ups to be oh. separated, not only from their parents, but just to be separated from universe. You, you mentioned the word. It's sort of a traumatic experience to come mm-hmm. to this world and to find out you are, yeah, sort of, you're not really separated, but it's the sensation of being separated. The delusion, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a better word. I had such, my son had such bad separation anxiety and I know it's because of my own issues. Like to be fair, like I did not want to have him in a daycare. Like I did not want him to go. And I know it's because he felt that I wasn't happy about him going. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I know that's why it took so long, but now he loves it. I mean, he's got a little girl he likes in his class now so he can't wait to get to school in the mornings (laughs) but when he was little oh my gosh and I knew subconsciously that yeah that was definitely something within myself that he was reflecting back at me yeah it's such a gift once you start seeing it that way hey it's such a beautiful learning opportunity Hmm. so what other things will people learn in the program yeah so the way we work is we have parents to tell about the problem of their child it's sort of a questionnaire and we ask them some spe- specific uh, questions mm. and we write this story down. It's still made the same way as I did it back then, <laughs> 30 years ago. And then this story is translated into a message for the parents. And it's sometimes it's, it's so detailed and it's in the details where parents really, it gets to their heart. And if it's okay with you, I'm going to tell you one more yes, example. Because, please. yeah, this is one of my favorite examples. Yes. <laughs> where please. these details speak to you. And this is about a mom, and she's got a son of, I think, 10 years old. And she says, we're at the dinner table, having a nice conversation as a family. And Every day again, he starts with his own subjects and we all question him what it's about. And he's on a total different wavelength and very annoying. She was so irritated by this (laughs) because we lose thread of our conversation. So I said, give me an example. And she says, well, only yesterday he tells me, mom, do you know about this man driving off in a car going to somewhere? I don't know. And here we go again, she said. (laughs) So they asked him, and it was about a man years ago, he saw this man driving off in a car. I'm just writing it down. And then when it comes to translation, it goes like this a bit. You told me about your son interrupting the conversation, but inside of you, there's a little girl, and she wants to interrupt you. She's got a lot of stories to tell, and they are so important. They have to come before the ones that you usually tell. And I ask her, your son says, Mom, is there a story about a man driving off in a car to somewhere? And I see her turning pale and tears in her eyes, and she says, Oh, my God, I was five and my father drove off he had tb and went to a clinic and it's actually the one image that i have of my father 
a man driving off in a car to somewhere I don't know. So she starts crying and she says, it was my mom couldn't cope it. And so I tucked away my grief and I never mourned about my dad. And I was only a very helpful little girl and caring for everyone. And that is still the case now, today. I'm still helping everyone and caring for everyone and not taking care of myself. And oh my God, she said, we were at the dinner table when the message came that my father passed away and we lost <gasps> the thread of our conversation, of our lives. So it's in these rich details that there is no denial anymore. It's just, it's a truth that mm. they experience. And all of a sudden their child isn't or doesn't have a problem anymore. It's just a solution for something mm. hidden away in themselves. And then, of course, I think anyone who has kids can feel this, that you want to do whatever is needed. Mm. But this is, I think, a very nice example of the power of all these details not to be <laughs> detailed as a purpose in itself but mm. to touch the heart of the parent. Wow. yeah so i think it is very very much so that it is out of unconditional love and sort of lived wisdom that children do this thing i mean it's sort of like a little buddhas they bring change about simply by being and mm. feeling and expressing and I think that is what we learn in the program, in the training, the present child translators training, mm. to translate all kinds of complaints, problems that children have, whether physical or social, emotional or whatever, learning disabilities or developmental things and translate them into a very moving message for yeah, their parents yes well i always say having children is like a fast track personal development course like there's no personal development course on the planet that you can buy that's as, as comprehensive and as intense as having children <laughs> yeah. well actually in the training we are also following the developmental stages of children there are certain laws in the child's life, I mean, you're a baby and you know, 20 years later, you're an adult and it's got some specific stages, of course, which every child goes through. And I've also translated these. And that's a very wonderful part in the training because through a translation, all of a sudden there is an aspect of your life that has never been seen before or loved before or lived before and through these developmental stages that I've translated into exercises, we just let it grow until it's really an integrated part in your life. So yeah, it's really about growing together with your child. Mm -hmm. And that's also very nice. I think I've never learned as much <laughs> as from my son and also my daughter later on but there were totally different lessons <laughs> yes I've got a son and a daughter and yeah definitely it brings up different <laughs> aspects of your personal of your own issues for sure it was completely different I had my son first and then my daughter 
And yeah, it was very different. It was also very interesting. I was just thinking once they, the two of them started, once they started talking, it was like a little parrot, you know, like parroting back the words that I use. So especially (laughs) particular swear words, (laughs) and you know, they start throwing it back in your face. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how much I use that word because the way that they speak and all that, I'm like, wow, that's what I sound like. It was Mm -hmm. quite a harsh reality of, okay, I need to be careful of the words that I use because they're throwing it right back in my face. They are, of course, connected in so many ways. I mean, it's the DNA, it's our emotions that they feel, it's Mm -hmm. our convictions, it's our words, it's so many things that they copy from us or Mm -hmm. just feel. And and do you feel that, is it usually more the moms or the dads that the children are reflecting this message back from? And also, what do you do with children who are adopted or maybe have IVF, like donor parents Mm -hmm, yeah well throw that can of worms open (laughs) (laughs) yes it's moms and dads it's also adopted children it's Mm. also children in the classroom at school so you don't really have to have this blood bond we always say whenever it touches you what's going on with this child it's also yours So that's the moment where you start translating. Mm. You don't have to translate everything. I mean, (laughs) the child's got his own life and you've got your own life as well. But when it touches you personally, you can't get a solution. You're stuck into something. Mm. That's the moment where you need to be translating the story and get him, get your own message out of it. Oh, that's really cool because in a homeopathic consultation, you'll always like nudge at a few things and talk about this and that. And somebody might say, oh yeah, they had a divorce 10 years ago. And like, oh, how did you feel? Like, oh, it's fine. Like you can tell there's no energy behind that when the person speaks about it. There's no tears. That's not vibrate. That's not resonating. Not that's what needs to be healed right now. But what you're saying is you kind of identify the parts that does bring up a trigger, like a trigger response yeah. in your body. And then you know, okay, that's the part in yourself that needs to be healed. Mm-hmm. So, Yanita, how can people sign up for your program? Where can they find out more about this? Yes, of course, there's a website, presentchild.com. And it's mostly Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be able to understand some of it. So that's great. <laughs> but there are English pages too. And the German. courses you do in English as well, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we yeah. do have international groups. So okay. For example, Marcus Christo, but, you know, we've got another couple of uh, present child translators around the globe. And actually, I'm also looking for more present child translators around the globe because I'm 63 now. Sign me up. Absolutely. (laughs) It sounds exactly what I need in my clinic. And, you know, of course, I do like this to go on. I mean, Mm. in the Netherlands, I have found a successor and for Belgium too. But also, it's a great wish of me to have other successors in other countries. And yeah, of course, I don't speak Spanish. So <laughs> if somebody in Spain hears this and is able mm. to speak English, you're welcome. But I only speak English and or Mandarin. Ger- can you imagine? German. If, imagine you can translate it into Mandarin. That would be, <laughs> yes. isn't it? It's the most spoken language on the planet. That would be incredible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And of course, it's not only about children and parents but it's also for education it's for mm. child care it's for the society because children also reflect so many things 
in society that aren't yes. right anymore. I mean, we're in transition, all of us together. And the children from the present, <laughs> they need another kind of world. And we need another kind of world, not only inside of us, but also outside of us. So mm. I think it's a very important, not only a method, but a way of living, mm. a, a way of doing, a way of looking at things that we desperately need around the globe. I completely agree with you. It resonates with any every part of my being that this is how, if you're into any sort of personal development or somebody who's actually interested in healing your own trauma, which in turn will heal your children's trauma and generations from there, then this sounds like such an incredible tool to do exactly that type yeah. of healing. And our children these days, we see all the chronic illness in children. They are the canaries in the gold mine telling us mm. that things are really toxic right now. And we, mm. as the adults, are the ones that have the ability to heal that within ourselves. We need to stop pushing that in our children. We need to focus on our own healing and trust that in the process, they will be healed yes. as well. So and and I, build another society. <laughs> you know to continue yeah well you need to thank you so so much for having on the show today i really appreciate it did you have you got a copy of your book there yes i have got a copy there please talk to us about that that's also something people can find it on the website present child book you can order it there you can enroll for a course for the program so yeah, if Same. this resonates with you, I mean, we're still homeopaths, all, all of us, if it resonates with you, do come forward and contact us and we'll keep in touch when we start again with an international Amazing. group. And do you post the books internationally? Is it available on Amazon as well or just through the website? It was available on Amazon. I didn't check. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I'll still check there it and I'll put and it in other... the show notes if it is. But do you ship internationally? And otherwise, we'll ship internationally. Wonderful. And it will cost you a little bit more. But yeah. anyway, it's worth it, I guess. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on today. It was lovely to chat with you and connect with you. And I'm really excited about doing this course myself and putting that to practice in my own clinic. And I just know it's going to be so valuable for so many of my clients and so many of our listeners. So thank you for sharing that with us today. Yes, it was a pleasure, Eugenie. And thank you for your enthusiastic way of working and inviting me. And uh, yeah, it was really a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you.